Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. We'll cross the streets. Excuse me, Egon. You said crossing the streams was bad. Cross the streams. You're going to endanger us. You're going to endanger our client. All right. What the hell is going on with this show already? I'm just hitting the unmute button. I don't know if you guys caught that or not. Yeah, it was trying to play two different sound bites at once. And matter of fact, the one sound bite it was playing, I don't even have loaded on the switchboard anymore. I was gonna say I didn't oh, I didn't Lord. recognize that one, so Yeah, what the hell oh, my goodness. actually I I can manually hit the button, so um <laughs> Welcome to Blog Talk Radio. Alright, let's try this again. <laughs> take take two. We'll cross the streams. Excuse me, Egon. You said crossing the streams was bad. Cross the streams. You're gonna endanger us. You're gonna endanger our client. The nice lady who paid us in advance before she became a dog. Not necessarily. There's definitely a very slim chance we'll survive. Welcome to the Woodshed Radio Show on Blog Talk Radio. I am your host, Friggin' Ben, and for the next two hours, we are going to have a great show to discuss the unknown, the creepy, and the supernatural. This will include topics of the paranormal, UFOs and alien conspiracies, near-death experiences, and just all-around strange, creepy, and unexplainable things. Tonight's show is an open forum where you, the listener, can call in and share your stories of the supernatural or the unexplained. So feel free to call in and share your stories with the guys at 646-787-1833. Now, without further ado, let's get right into this edition of the show with your Woodshed Ghost Hunters for the night, Eddie Sebastian, Travis the Tank, Domino the Weirdo King, and Jesse Ferg, and let's not forget me, friggin' Ben.
that. Well, the uh, take two seems to have run a little bit better than the original. Yes. Uh, I don't know what happened here. That was that was something. The fitting, fitting uh, start to this show. Yeah, yeah fitting, fitting start about to a. The, uh, yeah, we're going to talk about maybe it's lame stuff. <laughs> I don't, I don't, I don't maybe understand the why the. <laughs> maybe yeah. it's the ghost in your house that uh, is uh, didn't like the topic from last week and is teaching you a lesson. That that's quite possible. I've, I've actually got a story that I want to tell because something has happened in the last uh, couple of days. Ooh. Um, more 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 uh, more updates to the uh, strange phenomenon. Uh, that is correct. I'm gonna save it for a little bit later, but uh, awesome. I'm gonna start off. Say hello to our listeners. I'm friggin' Ben, and uh, I'm joined by my co-host Jesse Ferg. Travis. Hello. And um, no Eddie. Hola. Eddie is Eddie is fashionably late this week. And I'm and I, hey, I, I'm fashionably early, so you know the, the gods are smiling. <laughs> well, you know, uh, we just survived the polar vortex here in Ohio. Yeah, yeah uh, the snow apocalypse. Yep. So the the hell the hell done froze over for us. So that that explains why you're you're here early. We'll see how I'm jealous because I'd rather be in there. You know, it's, you know, because technically, if I wanted to, I could go outside in shorts right now, and just be, you know, a little, a little cold. I mean, it's, yeah, I, I, I don't think do it's that. colder than fifty degrees. Let me see what the temperature is here right now. Let me look. It, it's a balmy. They make shorts for people here, with peg right? legs. <laughs> you know, <laughs> I'm broke below the knee, so we're good. Hey, the good news is so, I made money off the polar vortex. How'd you do that? I cut diamonds with my nipples for jewelers. <laughs> really? <laughs> that's that's something. Yes, and folks, we are visual. a rated R show. We are rated that's R, visual, so, you know. But none of our listeners <laughs> needed to see Jesse. Lock, yes, I know. Lock up your kids and lock up your kids and your small animals because Jesse Ferg is on the loose. That <laughs> yeah, lady's running around without a shirt on. Yeah, and you know, wanting us to visualize nipples, so I'm I'm kind of you know worried. Yeah. So I'm going to address the elephant in the room it's simply because he's here. Yeah. How in the hell? Are you going to go to a hockey game and not tell anybody? I forgot. How do you forget you're going to a hockey game? No, I forgot about the radio show. <laughs> I was excited about the game. It's been like 10 years since I've had seats on the glass. So who did you go see? Uh, the uh, Ice Hawks. They're the uh, Blackhawks farm team. Oh, okay. And we got a so come did, from did, behind victory. Nice. Now, did you purchase those and, tickets, or did you win them in a contest, or what? What was the? Well, 
Uh, they were given to me. They were uh, from uh, a friend of ours that uh, is friends with a beer distributor. Nice. So, it's, yeah, it's I couldn't nice say no to, to have friends in high places. Yes, I, I, I totally concur on that one. Especially drunk. Well, at least he had a good beer friend. So what what was the final score? Uh, five three, and it was a and it came down to a uh, shootout. Great. Oh, it's just like in fan. Chicago. Yes, much <laughs> like Chicago. <laughs> yes. Before we jump into the the topic of this week, which is uh, if you're just tuning in, is just a con- continuation of the things we talked about last week. Um, I, I wanted to try to give some time, perhaps maybe for for Eddie to get get in here because, you know, I, I really hope Eddie calls in because he he's got a a story that I want him to share with everybody. He, he claims he was abducted by aliens a number of years ago, and the story is fascinating. Um, when we did the show years ago. Him. Yeah, when we did the show when years ago, he told us he, about he, that. He, uh, he told about it. And that's what kind of brought him into the woodshed mix, because uh, we, we were it was really cool. Maybe illegal aliens signed up. Yeah. Well, that's maybe why he's not here right now. Maybe he got abducted again. <laughs> oh, you just know he's getting broke. Yeah. Well, while we're waiting, maybe for a little bit for for Eddie to jump on board here. Um, obviously that it's, it's Super Bowl weekend and we got the yes, big game yes. coming up on Sunday. So who, who you guys got on the, the big game on Sunday? I hope Tom Brady breaks his leg. It's, it's always about violence and breaking legs with you. Well, I just, I've never, I mean, Granted, great. Okay, he's a good quarterback. I'm not going to deny that, but I think over the years, the media has overhyped him, and then I think he has overhyped himself to where it gets to the point where, when he knows he's on camera, you know whether it's a little attempted of him like walking. I think they were they were done with the game. They were getting on the bus to get back on the airplane to go somewhere. They were going. I think they were leaving Carolina. And he was just like dancing and shredding his stuff. I'm like, okay, I understand you're a good quarterback, but you know, I think the media has way overblown what uh, what he's good, what he's capable of. I I think it, it's really hard to dispute what he's done though, because he, I mean, he's he's just Tom Brady. As much as I don't like Tom well, Brady, I, mean, I, I, I can't you know. dispute what he's done. Well, I mean, I, I'm not gonna I'm not gonna knock the fact that yes, he is a good quarterback. That yes, he is. You know, if it and that's what I don't like though, where a football team will say this person has taken us all the way. Well, you know, there's no I in team as they teach you in in sports. You know, so it's like you know, I'm sure there are other guys that feel like they should have the same credit as he does. So I guess that's my. My, my deal. I've, you well, know, the I, whole I, take on that is is the quarterback is basically the captain of the team. You know, yeah. he's the leader, the, the the captain America. You know, 
And, and, I, and as much as I Brady, I've watched him come from behind way too many times for me not to, you know. I, and I get it. There are ten other players out there on the field with him, but man, he he has had some spectacular come from behind wins that <laughs> he he kind of pissed maybe me he's off been inducted for his career. I mean, let's yeah. be honest. I mean, as much as you may dislike the guy on a personal level because he's kind of a douche in his personal life, but performance-wise on the field, you, you can't deny what the man does. Yeah. You know, he, Maybe he was he, once he zeroes in and he gets laser-focused, he either goes to people like Michelle or Eidelman or even Gronkowski. You know, and is able to drill these, you know, passes that completely blow past defending players and into the waiting arms of his his offense. And Dom, let me ask you this. comes through with clutch moves. Let me ask you this, Dom. If 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 you've got Tom Brady on your your team. And you've got any other quarterback in the NFL with Tom Brady? Who besides Tom Brady are you going to give the ball to with two minutes left in the game to win that game for you? Well, in watching some of these, you know, some of these up and coming quarterbacks, you know, my of course it was a big upset with in regards to Kansas City, but that Patrick Mahomes, I mean, yeah, in in clutch decision, you know, clutch time when when they needed him, he was there, and then. He woke up, you know, towards that last two minutes of the game. But, you know, Brady just seemed to outshine him, which, you know, okay, he's a good quarterback. But I, I don't know. You know. I don't know if I would say I would still go with Brady, but there are other quarterbacks, you know, Aaron Rodgers. You look at Aaron Rodgers. Aaron Rodgers, yes, they didn't go to the playoffs, but look at where he's been in the last couple of years. You know, he, he, he had a little bit of depth there where I would give him the ball. You know, he, he's got a lot of comfort behind victories, too. Yeah. So, it's really hard to say. I mean, and, and you know, quarterbacks change every year. I mean, look at uh, Philadelphia when they won the Super Bowl. You know, that quarterback came out of nowhere because the, the other one was injured. I don't remember the guy's name. Sorry. Uh, but Wentz. then this year. It's, uh, then this uh, Wentz, year. You Wentz know, they, was injured. And... Yeah. So, they cut and it was Bulls that ended up taking the Super Bowl. So then they bring in, you know, this year they the guy would win again, and he gets hurt. Foles comes in, he doesn't do as he did as good as he did last year. Yeah, granted they still go to the playoffs, but he didn't play per the caliber that he did the year before. So it changes year to year. Now I will say Brady's consistent, but what the thing I'm getting at is it's where the media it's like putting him on that pedestal. Yes, he deserves a spot on the pedestal. But does he really, I mean, is it just him? Or is it, you know, are there other players that aren't getting mentioned? You know? Well, no, it's always, it's always, a, there's always a support staff or, you know, supporting players, just like there is, you know, supporting actors in movies. You know, yeah. I mean, you got, like I said, you got Michelle, Eidelman, Gronk, you got Wit, you got any of these other guys. You know, I mean, it's not just Tom Brady doing the, you know, he's not running, you know, every play and catching his own passes and and things like that. You know, and I agree with your, you know, with your, uh, you know, 
ideas about like Pat, uh, Mahomes and Mitch Trubisky. You know, we got some, some really good quarterbacks that are uh, rookie quarterbacks that are really have been clutch in yeah. the last few few you know minutes of a game. You know, I mean, other than you know Parky, you know, blowing the Bears' playoff chances. With the Ding. double doink, <clears throat> yeah, you know, and, and it'd be different if he world. just did it one time. But that was like the sixth field goal kick he missed in like four games. And I, you know, I kind of felt sorry for him in a bit because they said after the game, within that first like two or three days, he was getting his wife, his kids. I mean, every everybody in his family was getting something of a death threat. And it's just like, I'm done. I ain't playing football no more. You want to kill me because I kicked bad? You know, okay. You know, but dang. I kind of felt sorry for him. Yeah, you you feel sorry for the guy. I mean, nobody deserves death threats because it's just a game. You know? It's private industry unto itself. You know, which I don't agree with, you know, Congress holding hearings for either the NFL or the Major League Baseball Association. You're wasting my tax dollars on a fucking game. Get that shit out of the Capitol building. So you don't think they should have gone and uh, with the whole Saints to appeal it? Say that again? So with the whole Saints game, you know, because afterwards the, the refs came and said that, oh, yeah, we made well, there's some calls that we should have made, but we did not make it. Therefore, you know, the outcome of the game is still the outcome of the game. And so this fan has started a petition. 500,000 signatures later, it's gone to, I think it was a federal court or it was a local court, and then it actually was moved up to a federal court. Uh, yeah, it's, it's ridiculous. You're, you're wasting and, I mean. I kind Sorry, of that's the way I feel. Because, it's, I mean, it, it's a blown game. It, yeah, okay. The call, the call didn't get made like it should have been. Like everybody on the planet saw pass interference from the word go, except for the refs. Yeah. But it does not deserve traction within our court or you know judicial or executive branch system. You Do know? you think it deserves it, a replay? If they could have replayed it beforehand, I mean, if they got 15 million signatures instead of just half a million, yeah. that would have been the fans speaking in, by far and large, in mass that it needed to be done. But, and that they would be up to, you know, Roger Goodell to re, you know, to issue the, the, the mandate that the game be replayed. You know, I mean, everybody has their their take on things. You know, but yeah. again, it's 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 a game. It it doesn't does I'm you know, it's like they, we got fifty branches of the uh, of our government guarding the Super Bowl. You know, from the FAA who, who do you guys to the CIA. Who do you guys got winning Sunday? Obviously, Dom wants Brady to break his leg, but... Well, no, okay, I, I take that back. I, I think it's more... I, I, I'm angry, you know, because I'm not a fan. I, I will, you know, like I said, I think me and Eddie had talked about this at one point. I'm not going to wish ill will on somebody. I mean, yes, I said it. Yes, I'm 
think, you know, in, in the end, I'm, I'm going to go for the Rams uh, just because, you know, yes, they're a good team, the Patriots are a good team, but if the Rams are they're just as good, you know, hell, they got to the Super Bowl as well. I want to see them make it. And if you could take a powerhouse out like that team, it's been run before. You know, so be it. Yeah. What about you, Travis? Who, who are you hoping is going to win? I would like to see the Rams, and I think they're going to do it by six. All right. How and about here's you, Jeff? Why? Who are you hoping? Oh, well, he's got a here's why. Well, is they're hold on, hungry. Hold on a second, Jesse. All right. They're, the Rams are hungry. We have what most people consider the penultimate version of the Patriots. The 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 Patriots have been known to take naps all the way into the fourth quarter. And again, Brady's been able to pull pull out the stops. But I think the Rams are gonna be able to capitalize on any mistakes that the Patriots are gonna do, especially on the defensive side. That okay. if Brady misfires the Rams are going to either be able to completely shut them down or they're going to be catching interceptions left and right. All right. All right, Jesse, who you got? Well, I'll just say I hope Giselle gets talked some crabs tomorrow night, but um, <laughs> other than that, I hope the Rams win because that's Bastard Tom Brady needs his balls depleted painfully. Okay. Well, somebody, somebody truly spoke what they said. Yeah. Hey, we need that person on the radio. That person needs to say it live on the air. Was that the nephew, Jesse? Yes. What, what did he say in the background? I didn't hear what he said. Or was he not talking? Oh, he was, oh, he was laughing. Tom Brady is a dumbass, is what he said. Can oh, he say that go. loud so we can make it a drop? With permission. Say it out loud. Tom Brady's a fucking dumbass. Wow, yeah. okay. <laughs> <laughs> I'm quality I'm radio right there. Uh, uh, you know, teaching him right, you know. Yeah. Well, unfortunately, we still have no Eddie. I, I don't know where Eddie is. Is he having um, another house party? Well, I, I don't know. It, that I'm sure you guys saw that message that he sent us earlier in the week. Um, yeah. Yeah. Which, which I'm, I'm not going to air that out on the show, at least at this point. Um, but I, I'm thinking that might have something to do, perhaps, maybe with why he's not here at the moment. Maybe. I don't know. Maybe not. Um, well, I will, you know, we'll, we'll, I will share with our listeners that, you know, it, really, um, it is a deep um, touching subject, but uh, Edward would come to the work during the week and express. We're kind of formulating and brainstorming, you know, behind the scenes. And at that time, I think whenever we feel it's necessary to share or when Eddie feels like it's okay to share, then we will definitely um, post a link uh, on the website or even mention it on air. 
with his permission, of course. So I've, I've got to ask Dom because it, it's always it's always entertaining with you and in your, your sound. So at at the start of the show, you're on Bluetooth, and then here here in the last couple of minutes, it, I've I've heard a wide variety of like fading in and out, muffled, and then even at one point I felt like maybe somebody was doing dishes. Yeah, what the hell is going on? I was doing some dishes, and um, you probably heard the microwave in the back. I'm home. Uh, the wife was filling under the weather, so I was uh, picking her up something to eat. Are you, like, walking around the house, or what, what's happening? I'm not in the kitchen. <laughs> yeah, your, your cell service is, like, terrible right now, dude. Well, also, in this little part of the area, which I will be vacating from this room of the house, but it, it's really bad for time. Yeah, go go back uh, to the original room you were in, because I, I could at least hear you in that room. Well, I'm going to mute myself in just a second. I'll still be able to chime in, and then I'll move. Right. Well, I'm going to try to get the show back on track, since we don't have Eddie. Um, I, I at least wanted to touch a little bit on uh, the NFL with the Super Bowl being this weekend. Um, if, if we've got some time at the end, maybe I'll, I'll bring up the, the Rookie of the Year award that, that's going to be tomorrow and see what your guys' thoughts are on that. But um, the, the, the really sports show. Really well, I've, I've always been one of the, the people that – you, you just don't bet against Tom Brady, but I, I'd like to see him lose. So I, I think I'm gonna I'm gonna cheer for the Rams. I think this time, only because I'm tired of seeing the Patriots in there every year. So um, the, tonight's show is, is like I said, it's a continuation of, of last week's show um, where we were talking about some ghosts and aliens and unexplained things, conspiracies and some some different things we talked about last week. Um, I was really hoping Travis was going to be there last week because I'd already kind of drugged Jesse into the, the discussion. But uh, I'm, since Travis is here this week, I'm, I'm going to pick up kind of where I left off last week and, and just share, you know, um, if you didn't tune in last week, I, I had shared that, that three of our five hosts are, are all kind of in the same boat. Um, myself, Travis, and, and Debbie have, have all lost their mom within the last three years. And as such, not not long after losing my mom, things started happening around my house. Um, and, you know, bumps in the night, footsteps on the stairs things moving in the other room and it, it, it even got to a point where my, my wife saw basically a full bodied apparition standing in our dining room when she turned around doing the dishes or cooking dinner one night. So um that's probably a good place for me to segue into what happened last night. Um because like I said, it, it kind of is random. Um, the the things that are happening in my house you typically start somewhere around sometime in October and and, and the pattern of this I've noticed it is it runs from October until about Marchish every year. And then maybe a little thing here and there throughout the course of the rest of the year, but but it really picks up during that, that window. So 
Last night, we we had. Uh, what the hell was that? Hang on, man. Process of elimination here. Here we go. When I got out. Nope, wasn't that one. <laughs> Hang on. It wasn't me. It, I didn't try you. I tried Jesse, and it wasn't Jesse. I think it was Travis. No, it wasn't television. me. Nope. Turn your TV down, Travis. <laughs> so, anyway. <laughs> this, this show is a train wreck. It's just a train wreck of noises. We don't need sound bites. We just have random sounds from the, the cast of the show. All right. So back to my discussion. Last night I was sitting there on the couch, and and my wife comes in and goes, "I am pissed off." And I said, "About what?" She's like, "Because all that stuff you threw down the basement stairs." So, you know, down in the basement's where our washer and dryer is. So I'm I'm looking at her like a deer in headlights, like mm, I didn't throw anything down those steps. So I'm like, what are you talking about? And she says, well, I just went down there to get something. And down the steps and down at the bottom of the steps, there's clothes, um, which I didn't throw them down there. She didn't throw them down there. And it's just us. So out of all the different things that have happened in the house, that by far is probably the most unusual because there, there's kind of no – there, there's no explanation for why that would have happened or how that would have happened. But when I got up this morning, I went down there and looked, and sure enough, there's you know, like maybe three or four or five articles of, of clothing kind of strewn down the staircase and down at the bottom of the steps. What article of clothing were they? I mean, it was well, oddly enough, they, they, were, they were my wife's clothing. So, I, I, like, and like I said, either one of us would rude and stuff down there. Was it like a full, like, on outfit? Like, was it a pair of pants, a pair, you know, like a shirt? Get down to the you, know. you know, I actually don't know. Um, maybe she can, if, if, I know she's listening, so if she can text me and tell me, like, what articles of clothing it was, because I didn't look at the clothes. I just happened to see them there and just, I don't know. It, it, it just was strange. So, I mean, it would be weird if it would be a full article, you know, like a full set, like an outfit. I don't know if it like that. I'm, maybe she'll text me and, and clarify that for me, but I, I don't know if it was an outfit or if it was just some random item. I, I don't know. So, you know, with that being, with that all being said, Travis, I, I have to ask, you know, with 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 the passing of your mom, have, have you experienced any unusual things happen around the house? Yeah, there there have been oddball things here and there. You know, like things you would normally dismiss if you weren't per se a paranormal investigator. Like objects moving around that you know for a fact were one place and now they're showing up in another. Okay. Or slight EM disturbances, you know, where you just if you're if you've done any form of paranormal investigating, and this goes for our listeners, you just know when you walk into a room that's kind of charged. 
you know? And you get that feeling every so often. But it's not just like a whole room. You'll just walk through a certain spot, and you'll just kind of feel like you're not alone, you know? Like maybe the hair stands on the back of your neck, you know, or, you know, just or get that feeling like somebody's watching you type feeling. I don't know. Maybe it's just me. Yeah, and that, that's pretty much the way it comes across. Now, my mom was very interested in the paranormal herself anyways, and she always had some some kind of, I guess, connection to the paranormal, and she had experiences happen throughout her life, and, uh, you know, I, I was able to take her with on a couple of uh, smaller investigations, and, you know, so she could kind of, you know, live out the fantasy, so to speak. And it's the way I equate it is to, like, Yoda was badass before he became one with the Force. And when my knowing all the stuff that my mom did about the paranormal before her passing, it's the equivalent of Yoda becoming one with the Force. You know, now you have access to all this power just wait and see what I do. You know? And, she, you know, my mom had a sense of humor. Even, uh, you know, a few years ago she was diagnosed with uh, lung cancer. Um, the tumor happened to place itself uh, over uh, one of her uh, arteries coming off her heart. So there was no operation. It was chemo and radiation to try to shrink it. You know, they weren't going to be able to cure it. It was all about life extension at that point. And my mom had a sense of humor about everything. That, you know, as we're going through chemo, uh, you know, this was going into, you know, season four and five of The Walking Dead. And my mom is normally not one for zombie films. But she actually read the books, you know, the comics, and thought it was a really good, you know, it, it was a well-written story. So she decided to get into the show. And she decided to pull a prank at the hospital uh, in the chemo treatment room. She pretended to die and had a little bit of ketchup coming down from the side of her mouth from a packet she stole from the cafeteria. And when the nurses sure came over to check her... Oh, it was hilarious because the nursing staff, when she popped up going, you know, the nursing staff freaked the fuck out and bolted and left all the patients hooked up to all the IV bags and the machines there to basically be dead, to be killed in the event that my mother was a real zombie. And there's this one lone black guy. He's like maybe 80 85, somewhere between 80 and 85 Without missing a beat goes Medicaid ain't paying them a damn Ain't giving them a damn dime Of my black ass money They left us all here to die Fuck these motherfuckers I fell out I laughed so hard it, I mean I damn near pissed myself You know I mean that's the kind of sense of humor That my mom had you know, nursing staff, not thrilled so much. You know. Yeah, I, but I don't she think that would go over well. Yeah. 
Well, you know, being, her, being in the medical her, field, I've seen a lot right. of. Uh, I've seen a lot of you know when we do when we do hospice transports and stuff. You know, we would we would see occasional nurses that would come in and be like, "All right, now y'all be careful with this one. This one's a joker." You know, and I'm like, okay, I need more elaboration, you know, because I'm about to load them up and take them wherever they got to go. And they're like, oh, well, you know, they like to pull pranks. Okay. I, I would say every so often, not all the time, I would get pranks from, from people in the ambulance. And, uh, it, you know, it it made you freak out because, you know, they they were acting, you know, you know, they would act like they were dying and, you know, and then they would just start laughing, so. Shut up, man. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not driving tonight. So, I, I know. Um, so, Travis, I, I've got to ask you. I, I shared on, on the show last week. You know, my my mom was was cremated, so I've actually got my mom's remains here in the house with us. We 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 put her in a one of those decorative boxes. Um, and I guess I I never I don't think I ever asked Jesse what what they ended up doing. What 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 did you guys end up doing for your moms? Did you bury? Well, it it was it was her it, it was her wish to be cremated, and to be okay. spread out in the country. But uh, we haven't done that part yet. Okay. How about how about you? Uh, both my parents both my parents are cremated, and I have both their remains. Okay. So there there may be something to this, you know, because we we technically we still have the person here with us. They're just unfortunately in a box or a bag or whatever it is that you know that you have have them in. Um, I, I opened up the thing because my my daughter got one of those. I don't know what you call it. One of those little necklaces where you can put some of the ashes in there, so you always have a piece of relative with you or whatever. I I always thought that was a little strange, but. Um, she she didn't actually want to do it because she thought it was weird, which it is kind of weird. Um, so I I actually had to open that up and take the tag off of it and all that and put some of that down in there and let her go on about her business with that. So I I don't know. It, it's just a little strange to me. Um, also, my my wife texted me and she told me that there were some leggings and a sweater that she had worn uh, to work under her normal work clothes to survive the polar vortex. So those items of clothing would have been about three days' worth downwards in, in the laundry basket. So somehow those articles that are down there on those basement steps got out of the laundry basket that's in our upstairs bedroom and made their way to the basement staircase. All right, so we're going to some EVPs, man. Yeah. I daggone it. My wife told me today, like, but we both of us kept, look, kept talking to each other and saying, there was something that we had to do today. And I just remembered what the hell it was. We, we meant to go get some sage because we were going to do some smudging tonight here in the house and burn some sage in the house. And we forgot to go get that sage. <laughs> so oh, I guess that'll have to wait a few. Well, we're gonna have to wait a few days because I, I don't know. Maybe I don't know where to get it. Maybe you can do like a Facebook Live and do a little hair plant and then post it on the on the website. Holy muffled Charlie Brown teacher syndrome, Dominic. 
Yeah, I, I, I didn't get any of that. All I heard was wah, 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 Can you hear me now? Nope. I don't know. You, you got to say more than just three words. Can you hear me now? And Am I audible? Yeah, I can yeah, hear you. Now you're audible. All right. I think you need to go Facebook Live and do a um, do a little uh, investigation one night, like on the radio, or what do you mean? No, no, like 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 during the week, and then you know, but just do it at a live, you know, like right after something happens. Something happens to you. Then you know, do a Facebook Live and uh, see what kind of. Uh, Things might happen there. See if you know even the Facebook listeners or the watchers can pick up on anything. I think we had uh, a, a very capital idea a few years ago when we were all talking about maybe doing a live show from like Waverly Hill. That'd be cool. I remember that. I don't know what kind of cell service or internet service they have there, though. If any. Oh, we just need to all go to the Stanley Hotel. That'd be awesome. Or there, yeah. You know, my daughter lives, well, I think my daughter lives about two hours away from that. And that was actually one of the places that we wanted to go visit while we were out there. So, that would be kind of cool. We may have to make that happen. Yeah, the Stanley Hotel definitely lives up to the hype because I know uh, members of various other paranormal groups that have done investigations there, and it definitely does not disappoint. And as much as like people like to vilify, say, Jay and Grant and the Ghost Hunters, you know, they did come up with some very inexplicable evidence, and it's all some of that evidence has been corroborated by other people that I know in various groups that have gotten some of the same things from that hotel. Yeah, that's one of those so you know top ten you. places that most uh, most you know paranormal investigators would like to go to and investigate. So, Have you done any investigating in the last eight years, Travis, or has it kind of been hit or miss, really? Uh, no, I did uh, I did quite a few, actually. Um, we've done a lot. Uh, we did a lot more residentials than, per se, commercials, but, like, there were some places that we uh, – there was a place here in town called the uh, Pioneer Life Building that we did – and we got a few pieces of evidence out of there, but one of the, the uh, fun things that we discovered uh, while investigating this place over uh, over a few weekends was the the former orphanage that uh, is next door that is now an office building, and we ended up getting some. Uh, video evidence out of there with some shadows running in the the, uh, south stairwell where it's visible from the outside. And that that was kind of, you know, one of those things where we were watching evidence of the place we were in, 
and we just happened to see through one of the windows of the upstairs uh, of this uh, Pioneer Life office building that we were investigating that you could see shadow-like figures moving in the stairwell, you know, about 50 yards away in another building. Nice. Well, I'll tell you what. I've got a couple of things I can share with you. Well, let's, let's take a break right now because it's uh it's almost forty five after, so we're we're coming up on the top of the hour. So uh, let me see if I've even got any. Actually, I think I do have a couple. Maybe let's see. All right, this this one's going to be for Dom specifically here. Here we go. Bud Light presents Real Men of Genius. Real Men of Genius. Today we salute you, Mr. Way Too Proud of Texas Guy. Way Too Proud of Texas Guy. Men from lesser states may know their state's capital, but you, you know your state's bird, tree, and even reptile. Love that horny toad. You display your pride with your Lone Star Tattoo native Texan bumper sticker and contempt for any state that doesn't start with Tex and end with Is. That spells Texas. Sure, there are 49 other states in the Union, but they're smaller, wussier, and the people talk funny. So crack open an ice-cold Bud Light, oh lover of the Lone Star State, because all that flag-waving must have made you mighty thirsty. Mr. Wade, you gotta Bud Light beer at Isaac Houston, Texas. Woodshed crew needs your help. Have you seen a ghost, UFO, alien, Bigfoot, or just something that you can't explain? Well, now's your time to give us a call at 646-787-1833 and share your story with the guys. Had experiences, give us a call. We'd like to hear from you. All right, Dom, go ahead. What do you, what do you got for us, buddy? Well, first I got to say, I don't know the bird, the reptile, or anything in regards to Texas. So, you know, <laughs> if you happen to know those, give us a call as well, because I would love to know. Google is your friend. Yes. All right, so right before I moved uh, back to uh, Texas, I was uh, in a group, and we got to do a Civil War fort that was in the small town that I lived in. And for a while, the guy that I ran with, it was kind of his deal. He uh, wrote letters and made phone calls, and they said, well, finally, you know, they let, they said, yeah, you can come in. You can stay overnight. You know, there's certain rooms I can't go in because they're locked, but. You know, this being an old, like, log cabin style fort, there were holes in the door. So we got we got rooms, like the barracks, and you know, the barracks were really cool because the beds were actually laced with like, big ropes. And um, so we were in, uh, in a couple of EVPs, and, and uh, we got a, actually a name that was recorded. 
and the guy said his name was Phil McClendon. So we went to the historian's place, you know, where they've got like the log books and all the artifacts and the glass cases. And on a sheet of paper, there was a P. McLennan listed as a wounded soldier that was brought in uh, during uh, a convoy. So that was kind of a really cool experience. And then in regards to our, Dom, our, our listeners say your connection is terrible. Really? Yeah, uh, I don't get it. I don't know what happened. Right. How about how about now? Uh, if we could stay just what? like that, it would be perfect. Okay. So maybe I don't I don't know what all you heard, but we were in this. We were in this uh, fort, an old style fort, and we were doing some EVP sessions, and we got a name. And the guy in the – you clearly hear two things, and I'll, I'll go ahead and share the other thing. But the first thing he says was, can I have a glass of water? And it wasn't like clear as day, but it was like he was whining, like, can I have a glass of water? You know, and we, didn't, of course, I didn't hear that. And for anybody who doesn't know, the, the EVPs are normally picked up by these devices that you're not going to hear normally with the, you know, the ear until afterwards, until playback. And then the second uh, thing we got was we got a gentleman that gave us his name. He said his name was Phil McLennan. After we had wrapped up our investigation and we had gone back to – it's kind of like a historian's door. You know, they've got all the different artifacts and glass cases. And in this book was a log, and on this log was written P. McLennan, and he had been brought in like a convoy, and he was a – he was in there for some kind of medical issue, seeing the doctor. So it was kind of cool that we get that on the audio, but we also pick, you know, find it. And, you know, you watch these shows where, you know, they do the evidence, and they might find something that resembles it closely. But for for me to experience it that way, it was, it was actually really, really cool. And um, I haven't done anything since, you know, as far as coming down here. And I've been wanting to get involved with some groups. Um, but I came down, and uh, I've got something similar that's happened to y'all. My, my father uh, passed away about two years ago, and uh, he was cremated. But before he was cremated, when I first moved back, I went to live with my mom for a little bit to get myself back on my feet. And there was this box sitting on their on their dresser in their bedroom. It was, a, it was wrapped like a Christmas present. And so I got curious, and I was like, what is this box? And my, my dad at the time, he said, oh, that's that's my Aunt Pat. And he had, had his aunt cremated, and he had her ashes on his dresser because he said it was his favorite aunt. Well, shortly after he died, he was cremated, and my mom put him up next to Aunt Pat. And she said one night she kept hearing this scratching and when she went down the hallway sitting on the dresser was our cat was their cat and he was scratching at the box like going mad at it like he was like he wanted to get whatever was inside it and he was meowing and 
making these hisses and whines. And this went on, my mom said, for like 20 minutes. And then all of a sudden, he got spooked and jumped off and sat and stared at this <laughs> package for like four, five or ten minutes. And then turned around and went away. And never, never, that never happened again, but I just thought it was kind of odd. And uh, so I thought about going into my mom's room when I go visit to uh, see if I can do anything, you know, do an EVP session because there's not one, but two possible spirits in that room. I see what, see what I get. All right. Jesse, do you have anything else that you'd like to add this week that you didn't share with us last week? Uh, well, maybe Tom Brady can be abducted by UFOs and get probed. <laughs> I, I'm, I'm sensing that a strong dislike for Tom Brady. Just a little. All right. Well, I'm with you there, Jesse. I'm, give a- I, I'm with you there. I'm going to give a real quick shout-out to some of the people that I can actually see in the chat room, provided it's working. Uh, we got Bobby Kraft in there from uh, IWS Radio. we got IWS Radio themselves. we got Sue. we got Jamie Maple Leaf. Um, and I, if there's anybody else in there, I, I can't see them. My stuff only works half the time when I do these shows. So if, <laughs> if any of you folks in the chat room... Uh, have any stories you'd like to share with us or have any thoughts on what we've talked about so far tonight, feel free to give us a call. 646-787-1833. You know, my my wife and I had a really kind of a deep discussion. I mean, it was kind of a short discussion because we were, we we went out to lunch uh, at one of my little favorite little restaurants that we go to, Steak and Shake. I don't know if you guys have ever ate a Steak and Shake, but I really enjoy the Steak and Shake. Yeah, I like Steak and Shake. Um, so we we went out to lunch at Steak and Shake today, and uh, I, I don't even know what I don't even know what prompted me to ask the question, but uh, I, I just kind of was sitting there thinking to myself for a little bit, and, and then looked at, looked across the table at her, and just out of the blue, like we weren't even talking about this prior to me asking the question, but I, I looked at her and said, "Do you think this life is it?" And she she kind of looked at me like a deer in the headlights for a minute, like, what did he just ask me? And then I, I just kind of elaborated and said, you know, this this life that we're living, is this it? You know, is this our one shot at uh, experiencing life? You know, it, what, what comes after when we die? Um, do we go to heaven? Do we get reincarnated? Are we just dead and that's it? So I, I'm not even like I said I'm I'm not really sure what what prompted me to even ask her that question today, but it, it led to a few minute conversation and her her sharing with me that that she she thinks that that you go to heaven for a short time or for a long time or just a time in general, and then at, at some point you get reincarnated and you do it all over again, which I I guess I. I never really thought about that being a possibility or uh, the way things work. Um, the way I was always raised and brought up was when you die, you go to heaven, and that's it. 
You just live out your your days floating around on a cloud with a god in the sky, and or if 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 you don't go there, you go to hell and you get tortured and all that stuff for the rest of your life, and you know with the devil and all that mess. Well, didn't we already establish that you were driving the bus? Yeah, I, I think so. So, I I don't know. You know, I, I, I I'm 43 years old, and by by no means am, am I old, but I, I don't know if I'm just kind of at that point in my life where I'm just starting to think about things. You know, with my mom passing away three years ago, I don't know if it's getting me just to a point where I want to think about some things and think about my own mortality and what what's in store for me when I die. So I, I don't know. I, I just thought maybe we would might, might talk about that a little bit tonight. See what what your guys' thoughts are on that. And if if you're listening and tuning into the show and you have something that you'd like to add on this discussion, feel free to call in. So I mean, what what do you guys think? Is is this life it? Is this all we get? Do we go to heaven? Do we go to hell? Do we get reincarnated? What what do you guys think? I don't Whenever know. I, I was right. Yeah. I don't know. When I when I was growing up, I was raised the same way as you were, Ben. And uh, I'm beginning to think now that uh, there is a heaven, there is a hell, but there's also time here as well. I don't know. I think heaven, you'll get hookers. Hell, you'll get hookers. But those hookers are kinkier. Cyrus is going, please be the second, please be the second one, please be the second one. (laughs) (laughs) Have you thought about this? I'm kind of like... Yes? No? Maybe? Travis, do we still have you? Hello, Travis the Tank. My turn. Okay. I don't, you know, it's it's one of the great mysteries. I mean, I, I think Einstein had it right when he came up with E equals MC squared, that energy can neither be created nor destroyed, only transformed into one form or another. <laughs> you know? That, you know, the, the, the chemical energy that is our body, you know, can be transformed into into another stage. And that's why, you know, when paranormal investigators do this thing, you notice spirits, spiritual activity can be registered on the electromagnetic spectrum and sometimes even the thermographic spectrum. You know, I mean, is there a heaven or a hell? I don't know. I mean... Could there be a, a purgatory, so to speak? Yeah, there could be. I mean, you know. Or is it that, you know, we we, we are spirits. We don't just necessarily go to heaven or hell, but we just kind of float around down here, you know, till we find another form to transform into, you know, be it reincarnation or whatever. What are your what are your thoughts on reincarnation? Because I've I, I've never really given it a whole lot of thought until perhaps maybe when my wife and I had our conversation earlier today. And and the only reason that it it intrigues me is because I'm I'm sure we can all 
agree that we've all experienced the feeling of deja vu or that you've been someplace that you know for a fact that you've never been before in your life or you, you've seen something you've never seen before in your life. And that there really is no explanation for that. I, I don't think so anyway. I mean, I don't know, maybe I'm just reading too much into it, but I know I personally have been someplace that I know for a fact that I have never been before. And it's like, I know I've been here before. I, I, I know how to get around here. Or I, I remember seeing this before and I know I wasn't, it's just one of those situations where you just happen to be Googling something and came across a picture, you know, or a house or, you know, something like that. You know, it's, it's, there's too much familiarity there that maybe you have been there before. You know what I mean? And all that is quite possible. I mean, you know, I've known people that have, you know, to, to me, to my level of speculation, have proved beyond a shadow of a doubt that they have had a previous life. Be it their familiarity with the subject or a certain place or a geographical area, you know, that only people who live there would have known. You know, only people that have lived through those events would possibly have known. You know, my, my wife just actually texted me, um, which... You know, you're you're more than welcome to call in too and share some of this stuff instead of just texting me all show long. But she 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 says I've had recurring dreams of a place that I've never been to, and you know I've I've experienced that. I I've had recurring dreams of a place that I've never been to, and then at some point in my life I've actually went to that place and been like, holy crap, I I feel like I've been here before. And I dreamed about this place. You know, that kind of stuff is, is eye-opening and, and crazy to me. And, and my wife says it's not going to happen. She ain't calling in. So. <laughs> you know, there's, yeah, there's a lot of books out there that, that I've read, you know, where not necessarily in reincarnation, but you, you hear a lot about the ones where, you know, they've, they're in, having surgery or they've died in a car wreck, you know, and they've seen, you know, the other side. And, and most of the time you only see the stories of, you know, they saw the bright light. They saw, you know, what their resemblance of heaven was. There, there was one book I actually read where the guy swears up and down that he was not in heaven, that he was actually in hell. And I wish I could remember the name of the book because it was a very, you know, very interesting read. But he went on, I think I saw him on, I don't know, it was CNN, you know, it was one of those they had him on as a guest, and he was touting a, a book. But it was very interesting. You, know, you hear those all the time. I've never really come across any reads of people saying that you know they knew for a fact that they were reincarnated. Um, me, I kind of I don't I don't believe in it. But with everything that's happened that people can can explain, I you know I wouldn't say that I don't fully not believe it. But I'm kind of like you and Jesse. You know, I was raised that there is a heaven, there is a hell. But you yeah. know, is there is there an alternate? You know, is there a you know? You hear about these you know vortex or you know alternate worlds, and you know, is there something like that? You know, how these people that write write about them, 
and then you know they'll they'll write stories and, and you know they'll write books and then they'll come and interview. It's like okay, how do you know? You know, yeah. that that's what fascinates me some because there are so many different ways life could happen, but we truly right. won't know. You know, sure. I mean, I I I like the thought that there's a heaven that you go to when you die. But at the same time, that you know, when, when you die in this life, and then whatever being you become after you die, and you go to heaven, you're you're going to do that for eternity. And to me, that just seems so final. You know what I mean? Not not to say heaven's a bad thing, because every every impression or every illustration or description or whatever it is that we've read about heaven, it, it sounds like a wonderful place. But a wonderful place of doing what exactly for the rest of eternity? You know what I mean? Not a damn exactly. thing. Watching people I, I have just, sex. I just find it difficult that you're going to be in a in a in a heaven, if you will, which you know to, to use the old illustrations of heavens in the sky and hells down below. You know, I, I hate I hate to use the analogy that you're just going to be up in the sky somewhere for eternity, just floating around up there with the relatives that have passed away, and of course relatives that'll come after you've passed away. And what mm-hmm. I mean, what are you gonna are you gonna, are you going to get to lead, lead a life in heaven and enjoy all of that stuff? Or I mean, what's what's the point? I guess. Here's here's my funny question. You know, in regards to say Jesse. So, you know, Jesse is still a virgin. If he dies and goes to heaven as a virgin, does he get laid in heaven? You know? <laughs> and here, here, my, my wife's texting again. She says, <laughs> I, I feel like I'm just reading text from, or tweets or whatever from just random listeners. She says, you go to heaven or hell, but your soul has a chance to try again. I guess I just don't quite understand how that works. So maybe you should call so it's in. Like a reset, and like a reset button. It's like a reset so like, button. A do over. But so, how many times do you get to do over? <laughs> I mean, that's 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 the million dollar question. Like, how many times do you? How many chances of a do over do you get before? Whatever creator or whatever says, all right, dude, you've done fucked it up so much. That's it. You're either going here, or you're going here. You know what I mean? There, there's way too many unknowns. And that's what it comes down to: is humanity's fear of the unknown. We don't know what happens after we die. You know? Yeah. And that's. That's the most terrifying because you don't know if if this is it. If this is it, that means when you die, there's no more ice cream. You don't get to watch the sunset or rise. You don't get to hold your children or grandchildren anymore. You don't get to take a you know a bite of that favorite burger of yours. You know, you, you it's the finality in the end. No more steak. You know. Sure. 
You know, you know, I, I lost my good friends with in, me. But she's actually she's sitting here next to me, and I, I don't know how good my mic on this is, is is or whether you'll be able to hear her. But say say hello to the Woodshed Radio Show. Let's see if they can hear you. Hello. Are you guys able to hear? Yeah. Hello. No, not at all. <laughs> Shut it. <laughs> <laughs> you, can't, you can't go way over there or I lose my headset. Put, put, that, put that in your other ear. I can't. Okay. We're, we're so professional here on this show. We're, we're sharing a mic in an in a earpiece. So explain this, this concept because I, I don't understand. Like, how many do-overs do you get? I think it's, as far as I feel it is, it's like a forever thing. Like you, you do this life over and over and over until yes. you have had enough? No, until God believes you've had enough. So it's like you, Yeah, kind of. But better than Groundhog Day. So you do it over and over and you learn something new every time. And then when you've learned everything you needed to learn, then you're done. Now, when you say do when you say do over, do you do you do over like, as yourself, almost like Groundhog Day, to where you're the same person you were? And, no, no, or do you no, come no. back you as come somebody back totally as new? Somebody completely different in a different lifetime, but you do your lifetime over again, and you take with you the things you've learned from the previous life. And hopefully you use what you learned from the previous life and you do it again and do it better the second time or the third or fourth or whatever, however many times it takes. But God's so the one that decides how long it takes. Huh? So if you're a misogynist pig in this life, you'll be born as a woman in the next. Correct. Yeah, you're going to do shit differently the next time so that you can learn how to fix the shit you did wrong in the first place. But I, I can't remember so, any of the stuff I did in my I, I, I you don't to remember it in your head, but you are learning it because of what you're doing in your next life. You've been put in a position in your next life that you're going to fix the shit you did wrong in the life previous. Now I want I want you all to take a minute to realize the sheer size of the smile that's creeping across Jesse's face at this very moment <laughs> as he's now realizing that Donald Trump will be born as a fat, slightly retarded, illegal Mexican woman in his next life. Oh, that's fucking awesome! Oh, we'll call him Juanita. Maybe he will come back as the brick in the wall. What are you doing? No, he'll be so the fat wall? they'll nickname him the wall. <laughs> Donalita the wall. Serious. Yeah. Well, if if there's anybody in our chat room that would like to to give us a call and, and share their thoughts on what we're talking about here, you're, you're more than welcome to do so. And I'm, I'm beginning to think that we're not going to be graced 
by Eddie's presence tonight and get to hear the story of his alien abduction, which makes me very sad. I'm yours. So does that mean we just do a part three of next week and continue? No. Well, no, we're we're not going to do a part three of this because we we can only talk about this so much. Um, but you know, next week I, I've already got loaded up on our switchboard. I currently have it labeled the South by Southwest edition of the Woodshed, but I, I believe that that very well may be that very well, that very well may be getting changed because that, that that's kind of a a broad and difficult topic to talk about on a radio show. Nah, we can do it. Travis, do you have any experiences with UFOs or aliens or anything space related? I have. I have. Okay. I've seen. I've seen some pretty. Uh, some pretty strange stuff that I could only classify as UFOs where, you know, what what might appear to be stars or airplanes have exhibited strange characteristics. You know, the I, I, I this is about about a year and a half ago, uh me and my uh daughter and some of her friends were out in the country and we were looking in the stars and we happened to notice one star that seemed to be moving. Now we thought, I, I thought at first, you know, okay, it was bright enough that, you know, it, it could be, you know, the international space station or whatever, you know, or a satellite, something like that. But it suddenly gained speed and with a very quick streak of light took off with uh, exceptional speed and then disappeared. Were you at Area 51 when that happened? Nope. I was just out in BFE. Just right there around the Rockford there? He was in Area 69. <laughs> How ironic. That's also the title of a porn movie. <laughs> That's funny. Well, there you go, Trevor. There's, there's your homework. There, there's your homework to do a porno uh, pick of the week. Well, how ironic because we can we can segue it right into this week's porno pick of the week, which is a wait, wait, Swedish wait, 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 wait. adult. Wait, 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 wait. What do we get for ten dollars? Everything you want. Everything. Everything. Wow, that ain't very Get naked in the back of a minivan. In a dark alley, and by a minivan, I mean a nasty minivan. McDonald's wrappers, crowbars, toolboxes. Alright, enough about that. Here's Rockford, Illinois' own Travis the Tank Kaiju and his porno pick of the week. (laughs) Go ahead, Travis. For those of you who like your porn 
in a foreign venue. We're coming to you straight from Sweden with the sex film 2069, A Sex Odyssey, which entails alien women coming down to our planet to capture our sperm by any means necessary in order to propagate the continuation of their species, leading to the culmination into a six-man versus one-way milking machine scene to melt your brain, as any Martian laser could do it better. Where do you find this stuff? (laughs) That's a hot mess. It is, but scenes two like and four with the blonde and brunette, whose name escaped me at this moment, are quite exceptional. Okay. I like how he You'll emphasized in, in that synopsis that they were coming down. <laughs> uh-huh. Yeah. You got it? Yep. Don got it. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. Uh-huh. yeah. He was probably reading the back of the uh, the VHS tape. (laughs) Do do you have anything else to add for this week's edition of the Porno Pick of the Week? No, sir. Just prepare to probe away. Yeah. Well, there you have it. That's Travis and his Porno Pick of the Week. That was a mess. And for anybody who wants a, a movie to watch, if you're into the UFOs, I recently watched, um, actually a couple of days ago, uh, called Area – it was an Area 51. It was shot like they did Cloverfield and the Blair Witch Project. So it was like three filmmakers with their cameras trying to sneak on to the base, uh, the, mil- the military installation as they called it and try to get in inside and see what was going on. And it, it, it was kind of funny. It was very, very reminiscent of Cloverfield where, you, you know, towards the end you see real strange things and, and you know, people are disappearing. And so if you, have, if you want a good movie like that, check it out. All right. Well, if you do, do you guys have anything else that you would like to add to – the theme of this week, uh, ghosts, UFOs, aliens, anything. I think we've, I think we've, we, we've pretty much talked this topic out at this point, unless you guys have something else to add. Well, I know you had mentioned, um, also you were talking about like doomsday preppers, how some of this can tie into, say, a, you know, those ones that are out there for like the zombie apocalypse that they think is coming or things of that nature um, in regards to those 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 people who are prepping for an alien invasion or something of that nature. I, I'm still convinced that there's more going on with to, to go back to our, kind of our discussion last week with Trump trying to institute this whole Space Force thing. I, I think there's more to that than just them wanting to get superiority over the space around the earth, you know, for, you know, basically protecting 
the skies over the United States all the way up. You know what I mean? I think there's more. I, I, with with the sudden interest in them wanting to create this space force, and like I said last week, and with the Pentagon, you know, relate releasing documents that were previously classified on UFOs and and all that. I, I think I think there's more to it, and I think there's something going on that that we need a space force to protect us from. What I don't know, but something's going on. I just don't know what. Did you read up on that uh, article that that guy was talking about that called in last week? I, I I completely forgot about it, so I did not. What do so you that, think, that was some very do interesting you, information that he had. So, do, do you think there's more to this whole space force thing than just? Jokes, or do you think they're actually no more than they're letting on? Well, if they do, it's only a matter of time before Trump blabs about it or tweets about it. Yeah, he couldn't keep the secret any more than a fucking high school freshman. <laughs> That's a true story. The writing is on a bathroom wall somewhere. Right in the White House. <laughs> We've all known for years that we, we, we're like the international, tr- you know, or interstellar truck stop. You know, that they're coming down here and either refueling here somewhere or another, whether they're using cow guts or... People farts because they're, you know, absorbing it through whatever probes they hit us with. But but they're here. They've been coming here for, for thousands of years. We are a fucking Petri dish, you know. And they're coming by to check the experiment. Very true. What I want to know is I want to know why... All of a sudden, we have this sudden interest in Mars. I mean, I know we've had some, you know, like the Mars rover for for many years, but now they're pushing it more. Mars this and Mars that, and I, I want to know if there's more. That's that's why. The next installment of the Jason franchise, Jason takes over Mars. Well, maybe the Martians are coming back to get their soil samples. Maybe they're mad that. You know, we came and took soil samples, and now they want it back. That's an interesting thought. Well, if you have an interest in Martian life, you should watch the movie Life with Ryan Reynolds and Jake Gyllenhaal. I don't know. I don't think I've seen that. I'm trying to think about. You I should, I and I. Have. I I think you will like Kelvin. Okay. Well, Kelvin is the life form they discover. I'm trying to think of the name of that movie with um, what's his name, Seth Rogen, and he plays that damn alien. What's the name of that movie? You know, you know, who I'm talking about the comedy. Oh, Paul, the movie Paul. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, Paul. Like that movie, but different. <laughs> Just like that, but different. 
Yeah, it's like that, but different. <laughs> okay. All right. Well, uh, it, it's we got about thirty six minutes left of the show, so I am going to play another commercial. And during this commercial, I'm going to send you guys a message, and then we're going to come back and talk for about thirty minutes or so. So, Jesse, this this one is for you. Bud Light presents Real Men of Genius. Real Men of Genius. Today we salute you, Mr. Mail Order Bride Orderer. Mr. Mail Order Bride Orderer. Some men flip through a catalog looking for furniture. You flip through a catalog looking for someone to clean the furniture. I don't go to windows. Nothing says, I will love you forever. Like a quick swipe of the credit card at the altar. What's your payment plan? Women wait their whole lives for a man to say, I do. In your case, I do agree to pay the sum of 3000 American dollars. Let's talk a moment. So crack open an ice cold Bud Light, oh catalog Casanova. Your spouse may be full price, but you'll always be our better half. Mr. Mail Order Bride Bud Light Beer at Isaac St. Louis, Missouri. Live every Sunday from noon to 2 p.m. Eastern Time, join IWS Radio with Jay and Matt as they hilariously highlight and sarcastically skewer the stupid that marinates within politics, pop culture, sports, celebs, and beyond. Along with Jay and Matt, you'll be informed and entertained by the likes of Bobby Kraft, Slider Ballscock, Drew Peacock, Guy on your dick, and me, your IWS Radio Canadian Bureau Chief, Jamie Maple Leaf. So, join us live every Sunday from noon to 2 p.m. Eastern Time on IWS Radio, because IWS Radio is not just another podcast, it's your Sabbath day destination. Shed Radio Show, and we're hoping to hear from you. Give us a call at 646-787-1833. We'll probably get sued now for using that. Was the other one Maybe you used so. earlier? Was that from Unsolved Mysteries? <laughs> yeah, it was. <laughs> that used to be a really good show. Yeah. Which one? Unsolved Mysteries or Ghost Hunters? Uh, well, both. But I mean, I remember watching. You know, you see Unsolved Mysteries like on a Thursday night, and you know, it was always the same uh, narrators. You know, sound like he'd smoke like nine packs of cigarettes. We come to the house in Ohio, you know, and he was, you know, it was always the same guy. I, I thought it was the guy from, um, wasn't it uh, Walsh or whatever, the same guy that, you know, his son was abducted at the mall. 
And they found his his son in a field, his head was decapitated. Or was that something else? I can't remember. I think that's something else. I don't know. Maybe not. I know you're talking about um no, actually that was uh, America's most wanted, I think, that had that happen. That's right, that's right, that's right. I, I Yeah, yeah. But I think he you I know think what? he did the uh the I think he did the audio tour as far as the like the narrator. Uh, actually the, the audio or the the I'm trying to think what the hell the name of the host or whatever of uh, Unsolved Mysteries was Robert Stack. Oh, okay, okay. And he he's dead, unfortunately. That's an unsolved mystery, maybe. Yeah, he he had a he had a very unforgettable voice. I mean, uh, if you heard his voice, you'd remember it. So. Speaking of television, so I've I've been getting shit from my wife for a week and a half now. I I've I found a new show that I find fascinating. And you you guys are more welcome to give me shit for it too, but let me let me at least tell you what it was. So I'm I'm sitting at the house last week, just flipping through the channels, and I happened to stop on Big Brother Celebrity Edition. I don't know if you ever watched this damn show. I've never watched it before. Like I, I've seen it plenty of times on when it's been just the regular people, not the celebrities. But the celebrity one, I, I stopped there and got to watching it for a few minutes, and now I'm like hooked. Like every time it's on TV, I'm watching this shit. And then in addition to the episodes that they show during like primetime hours on CBS, they've got this Big Brother After Dark where they go live every night from like midnight to 3 a.m. Eastern time and just they don't talk or, or have a host or anything. It just It's just you watching them interacting with each other and shit in the house. Like, I'm, I'm to the point right now where I'm DVRing this shit and I'm watching it later. It's fascinating. I don't know why it's fascinating, but it's fascinating to me. And they got the, they got the Tom Green on there from from back in the, you know, the 90s, the Tom Green show. Um, they got the Cato Kalen who got his notoriety from the whole O.J. Simpson shit. Uh, they got uh, Dina Lohan, who is uh, Lindsay Lohan's mom. Um, they got uh, Joey Lawrence on there from uh, back in the old 80s sitcom days uh, of Blossom. Does he still uh, say whoa? They, no, he, I don't think I've heard him say whoa. Um, they've got Ricky Williams, the, the ex-NFL football player on there. Uh, Lolo yeah. Jones, who's a Olympian. I guess she does bobsledding in uh, some sort of track and field event in the Summer Olympics. Um, and and they got Amorosa, uh, right? Uh, no, no, not Amorosa. They got the they got Tamar. Uh, what is her last name? Tamar Tamar Braxton, off the the wives of some city. <laughs> I don't know what the hell. I don't I don't watch half these shows these people are on. Um, is Tom Green Andy, still funny? Guy Tom Green is like freaking hilarious. He like oh, what he's making this show. So yeah, he's, so I, he's keeping it. He's keeping it afloat. He is between him. Him and Cato Kalen have like teamed up and tried to form an alliance on this show. And dude, it it is hilarious. 
And my wife, my wife's laughing at me right now. She's all she's sending me is like the cracking up smiley faces via text because she she thinks she thinks I've lost my mind watching this show. And I I don't I like I said I don't know what it is about it, but I'm finding the whole thing fascinating. So. It, it, it's about, I'd say it's about halfway. They don't, they don't go as long as like the regular Big Brother. Like the regular Big Brother, I think, runs for like three months. So they take like 12 people and throw them in this damn house, and they got to stay in this house for, for three months. Well, the celebrities, I think, only have to stay in there for like a month, month and a half. So if you happen to tune into it, it it's probably about halfway over at this point. Maybe, maybe not quite. It, it's getting close. But uh, yeah, it's, it's, we should do the woodshed celebrity uh, in a woodshed in a Big Brother house. That'd be fun. And no, no, no. I, I I don't think I want to be in a house with you guys for a long period of time. <laughs> um. Oh wait, wait, wait! I just received a message from the man himself. Eddie Sebastian. Let me scroll down through this and make sure there's nothing in here I shouldn't read on the air. But hang on a minute. All right, so I think we're good. So it's it, I'm going to just read it right here on the on the air. It says, "Damn, sorry about that. Don't say anything." Because my significant other, who's driving me nuts, is listening to the show. <laughs> This is like Big Brother shit right here. Actually, no, he he he's he's uh. I'm not gonna read anything else off of this, but uh, Joanna's actually listening to the show. I'll be damned. I want Joanna to call in. I have not talked to Joanna in like eight and a half ish years. Have you talked to her lately, uh, Travis? Oh, uh, not in a little bit. I just wonder what she's up to these days. She used to call into the woodshed when Eddie was on there. It was a fun time. <laughs> wow, listen to that. The dogs are burning. Woo! We just we'll just we'll just talk chalk that right up with all the other weird noises that have been on the show. We've heard kids coughing. We've heard Dom doing dishes. Um what else has happened? Uh Heard Travis's television. For a second, I thought somebody was driving in their car. It sounded like someone was driving in the car like a few minutes ago. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. and but, I was uh, like, it, it just, once it, it wasn't me again. It, it just looks like Eddie, Eddie's got the, the real life stuff that he, he's dealing with. So he, he wasn't able to join us tonight. So. Well, yeah. shout out to Eddie. We'll, we'll catch you know, you. He's listening. So. Yeah, we'll catch you next time. I think, like I said, I I think they've got quite the struggle, just the struggle of life going on there. So when, when Eddie's able to join us, it's it's great. If not, I understand. You know that that was me probably uh, you know month and a half, two months ago when I broke my leg. So I know the something happens, and then you know when you get one income taken away, you know it's the, the real life is you know bills don't stop. And it's it's hard to uh, it's hard on you know you as a person, but it's really hard on the family too because they're kind of taking the whole balance of it. So I I completely uh, 
understand where that's where he's coming from in that sense. Well well what what I will tell our listeners he wasn't able to join us for this specific episode theme. Uh whenever we can get Eddie back in here We'll let Eddie tell us the story about his alien abduction on a future episode if, if he's able to call in. So, yeah, cause that, that's a it's a great story, and uh, I'd really love to hear it again. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, do we have any callers, or you know, are there still people in the chat room? Yeah, there's there's a few folks in the chat room, and they're more than welcome to call in here with our last 23 minutes of the show if they'd like. Just to, you don't got to talk necessarily about paranormal stuff if you don't want to. Uh, you can just call and just shoot the shit, whatever's on your mind. Share it with us. Uh, if you want to plug another show, you can do that too. I don't care at this point. It's it's pretty much free for all here in the last 23 minutes of the show. Well, you know, speaking call of other in shows, and, uh, uh, I know the, last week the host. Last Sunday, you uh, were supposed to make an appearance on uh, IWS. Yeah, how'd that go? I was. It went pretty good. I give a shout out to the IWS radio guys for for inviting me and having me in there for. You know, I don't know. I think I was on with with them for maybe a half an hour, or so maybe a little bit longer. And uh, Jesse called in too, and we kind of just sat around and shot the shit with them for a little bit. And, Yep. Had some fun and I think it went pretty good. I, I appreciate them allowing us to to do that and to share their airtime with us. And they're they're more than welcome to call in here any anytime they want to. So uh what would you guys like to, to do on the show, you know, going forward? I, I hate to think that we might not have Eddie for a while, but like I said, he he's got he got some things he's got to deal with, and I'm not sure when Eddie will be back. But uh, well, you know, any you, specific you, you do have topics, the, the shows set up. You know how you had them kind of set up in advance. Um, sure. I think when we have that, I think it's a better for us because then we can kind of have a little bit of show prep. Um, so we're right. not walking into this blind. Yeah. Well, I will let you guys know. I, I've I've kind of been working on trying to get us some guests on the show. Uh, I'm not having a whole lot of luck, unfortunately, with some of my connections. And I I know Travis has been working on that a little bit too, with with trying some different angles uh, of getting some different people on the show. And I I don't know, Travis, how how is your uh, Search going for trying to get some folks on the show. Uh, not too bad. I've got uh, a couple of emails back. Um, I got to respond to those. Uh, I don't want to jinx the what the possible guests may be. So they will be entertaining. I will say that. And uh, hopefully that, that uh, works also, out. Um, Coming up, um, I will be more uh, on the scene with um, some things and maybe get you some on-air live interviews where I can get somebody on my phone. Uh, Coming up, uh, now since I've moved back into the Houston area, um, I, for about a month and a half, will 
be working out with the Houston Livestock Show and Rodeo. Um, both me and my wife have been doing this. My wife has been doing this for a while, but she is a medic on the medic side, and I run the 911 Communication Center uh, for all the, the drunk people that happen to, you know, drink too much beer in the heat or, you know, hurt themselves. And uh, But it's uh, 17 days of live concerts. Uh, of course, they do the rodeo, and they do a live concert afterwards where they have big names that come in. Uh, some notables, like for the closing show, they're going to have George Strait, who hasn't been, uh, you know, performing. Well, he's been in Vegas, but he hasn't done the rodeo for a long time. He's actually coming back. So I'm out there a lot uh, working the rodeo scene, you know, running 911. But I might uh, be able to rove, rove out with the phone and uh, get you some uh, – some guests on the, you know, live on the air, and then we'll do some walking, and we can interview some of these people. You know who I'd like for you to try to get on the air, just because I, I think mm-hmm. it would be cool to, to have them do their thing on the air. C- can you get one of the auctioneers on the air? I might be able to. Usually they do the auctions and stuff, uh, like Saturday, Saturday mornings, um, because they do towards the end of the rodeo. They have like the big uh, steer auction where they have the They'll do like the judging of the best in show and what a you know, grand champion. And uh, the last couple of years, not last year, but the year before last, uh, Zach Brown from the Zach Brown Band was actually in the audience, and he purchased the grand champion steer for like uh, a record. It was I think it was like how much was it? Almost like I want to say like seven hundred thousand dollars for a for a steer. And he was Holy sitting God. in the audience with with everybody, but he he bought the grand champion. And then last year he teamed up with uh, a group of people that are pretty popular. They're more like the higher up ritzy people, and they bought the reserve grand champion. I think for a record four hundred thousand, and they kind of split the pot, you know, split it to buy this this steer. And um, a lot of the proceeds they do, uh, all, all the money they get, of course, raises for like. Uh, education, uh, just furthering uh, college educations for kids in the FFA. But uh, there's all kinds of people, you know, entertainers that come out. Uh, he performs this year. Um, Carlos Santana is actually going to be out there performing. Uh, then you got your no, they do some hip hop night where you have like Cardi B and, you know, things like that. So it is. It's a it's a eighteen you know seventeen days of concerts and they've got you know rides and all kinds of food and vendors and people selling stuff so it's it's it's, it's very interesting to see. But I'll, I'll be able to bring you some uh, live can, interviews. Can I interview a cow? Well, I mean, <laughs> there's a there there is a portion where. If 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 it's open, I can walk back there, and they have different livestock. You can like they have a birthing center, so you can actually watch cows giving birth and pigs giving birth, and, and big so mass see stuff walking. Like that, so. I don't I don't think I want so, to see that. But I mean, I could do like a live interview, like a Facebook live. I'll actually Facebook live, and I'll go interview a cow for you. <laughs> You know, I'm sure that would be entertaining.
you know, I'm not going to go grab a microphone and, and get on the Walmart intercom and announce that people should listen to the woodshed. <laughs> but I'll, I'll go interview a cow for you. You know, that's that's a little bit more my style. Yeah. So that's coming up uh, later on in uh, February, March, late February, early March. So look forward to that. All right. Well, since we're not getting any callers, and since Eddie's not here to tell us the story about his freaking alien abduction, um, actually, hang on now. We actually do have some callers. Hold on now. Let's do. I've actually got two callers, so which one do I want to do first? Let's do 937 first. 937, you're on with the boring ass woodshed crew. Hi, sports fans. Slider Ballscock here. And let me tell you, (laughs) we are going to have one heck of a show this Sunday, noon to two, on IWS Radio. All right. Are you going to talk about the Super Bowl? We're going to talk Super Bowl and birthdays. And we're going to talk about how the, the Los Angeles Rams are going to scorch the Patriots of Boston. It's going to be a killer. Do you, do you wish ill harm on Tom Brady? Like no, other I would never do right that, there? even though it may have been mentioned in show prep this morning. <laughs> All right. <laughs> now, and a broken do, leg do you, was the way we wanted it to go down. Yeah, that seems to be the popular way. Right, Don? Sure. Well, uh, yeah. Now, do you have a uh, – since you're going to be talking about sports, do you, do you have a pick for tomorrow night's Rookie of the Year award? Who, who you think is going to come away with it? I don't know. Maybe Mel Renfro plays for the Rams. <laughs> well, all right. He's a little I, long I, in the tooth for a rookie, but he brings the goods to the game. <laughs> All right. Well, I appreciate that. I, and I, if, if anybody's listening and they've never listened to IWS Radio, make sure you tune in Sunday at noon. He's one of the longest shows on Blog Talk still, Andy. And one of so. the best. People tell us it's going to go down in the annals of history. Well, there you have it. Well, thank you, Sliders, Ballscock. All right. Can't wait to see you Sunday, that Sunday, noon to two, on the Blog Talk Radio Network. And for more great radio on the Woodshed Show, you stay right there. <laughs> That'll probably be a soundbite <laughs> at some point. Yeah, let's hit this other caller. Now, th- this next caller, I think, is, is perhaps Skyping in because it's, it's all one. So, uh, Hello there. You're on with the Woodshed Crew. No, you've got on your uh, page uh, the Space Force. Do you guys talk about that? We talked about it last week. Yeah. Um, did, you have, did you do any kind of research on the Space Force? No, nope, sure didn't. No? Any opinions about nope. whether or not it's supposed to be about the control of space, or is it supposed to be in our favor? Is it supposed to be um, 
All right, I'm not going through that with that idiot again. Yeah, I called him an idiot. Oh, was that the, he, he called was that the, he called in last week with the same nonsense. Yeah, I'm, I'm not going to rehash that all. I'm, I'm not going to rehash that all again this week. So yeah, call in with something original next time, there, buddy. I ain't got time for that. <laughs> Making friends, Ben. Making friends. Yep. I don't know why we're calling it Space Force. You should just call it Starfleet. Yeah. Starfleet. That's not that's not original, Travis. Then they might get sued. Well, we got about uh, a little bit more than ten minutes left of the show. So, are you I really calling it a train wreck tonight? Yeah, this show here tonight's just a train wreck because uh, the whole point in this show tonight was just to kind of tie up some loose ends from last week's show that we didn't get to do. And since uh, Eddie wasn't able to call in, and, and Travis, I, I see you sent me one hell of a thing of. Stuff there's a reason I have not had a chance to read it, so I will get to it when I get a second. But um, I, I was get, oh yeah, I remember what it was. I was gonna say I had some, I had a thought before we got some callers a minute ago. Um, if you're into video games, which I am, I, I play I play video games on the PlayStation. Um, if you like your Xbox and all that? that that's your thing. I I, I have nothing no. I have nothing against Xbox users or even PC users, but I, I prefer to use the PlayStation for my my video gaming. But uh, this weekend until Sunday at about, I want to say 6 p.m. Eastern time, they have the uh, free live demo of the game called Anthem that you can download and try out see if you'd be interested in it. Uh, I downloaded it last weekend and took a took part in the private demo beta or whatever it is that they're calling it. And it's, it's a pretty cool video game. Uh, I, I've, I've been kind of playing around. I played around with it a little bit this evening um, before we had the show. And uh, it's a good way to check out a game to see if you like it before the, the game actually comes out later in the month. Uh, the big video game I'm patiently waiting for is the, the Division 2. Uh, I was... Really enjoyed the Division One, so that'll be coming out here in March. Uh, they have some betas coming up starting next weekend. Um, we recently got uh, the Xbox for uh, my daughter, and uh, Did you? We, we've discovered okay. that me and the wife play the Xbox more than the daughter does. And uh, currently, as we're doing the show, we've been playing some Madden 17. I, you know, back in the day, back in the day, I loved Madden, and I I bought a Madden game about a year, maybe, maybe I can't remember what it had to have been Madden seventeen. I think it was Madden seventeen, maybe. Yeah, I think it was. And 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 they're they they have just made that game so damn complicated. Now I like it; it's got great graphics, and you can do a lot with it. But they they've made it too. They've done too much with it. Well, it's very, it it's more very detailed in, in the video, yeah. you know, and 
when we first loaded it, you know, my wife's been playing it as a, you know, watching, you know, watching her do it. And they don't let you pick in the very beginning. Like you had to play whatever team they chose. And it's ironic that they chose the Rams against the Redskins. Now, mind you, she, she, she chose the Redskins, the, the Rams. And uh, she won, I believe it was uh, in the overtime. It went to overtime because it was tied. And she won uh, 14 to 7. And uh, then she was able to choose what team she wanted. But she had to play that game specifically to unlock, which was I thought was kind of stupid. That is. The only thing stupider than that is having Tom Brady on it. Yeah, I, I would purposely try to break it. Oh, wait, no, I can't say that. <laughs> See, I'm trying to keep a theme here today. Well, just as a reminder, um, we're, we're not going to do a show on uh, Friday, March the 1st. Unless somebody wants to do it without me, that's entirely up to you guys. But I will be out of town that weekend going down to Paris Island, South Carolina to see my son graduate from the Marine Corps. So oh, I'm nice. be Oh, no. Cellular phones aren't mobile. What? He said, oh, no, cellular phones aren't mobile. Oh, that was uh, That was random. That means you can host the show from the road. Well, I can host the show from the road, but I've got no switchboard. I can't answer phone calls. I can't. I can run the switchboard for you if I need to. If I'm not out of the road again. I'll take it under advisement, but unfortunately, I think I'll be driving with about five other people in the car with me, and I don't think that's gonna. I don't think that's gonna fly. <laughs> oh, you don't want any more turn signals and you know re- engine revs and how many times yeah. somebody has to go to the bathroom. Yeah, and the the nice thing, which it might, it's nice for me, maybe not so much Jesse, is it, it's starting to look more and more like Jesse will be my house sitter for those couple days that I'm gone. So Jesse will get to stay right. here in my wonderful haunted house and uh, <laughs> enjoy enjoy the company of my dogs and whatever paranormal being is floating around in here. So. Now, is this uh, Jill's son that is um, uh, graduating? Yeah. Yep. Okay. It sure is. Cool. Yep. He'll he'll be uh I don't know if you're familiar with the Marines, but when they get so far in their training they they have a big thing called the crucible where they send them out into the damn middle of nowhere and let them do their stuff for like fifty four hours without sleep and all that. He'll be starting his crucible on Valentine's Day. Oh, fun! That's a hell that's a hell of a day to. To start well, I've I've gotten to experience that um you know the graduate the you know the graduation gotten to go down there to Paris Island and everything it's a it's a really uh, neat experience. Um, cool. Somebody in my ex wife's family uh, had 
gone, and we'd grown up with him, watched him grow up as a kid, you know. And so when he graduated, we went down and got to see that, and it's it's a really cool thing to see. And there's so much to see around it, all the different, you know, there's museums and things to see. All right, well, we got four minutes left of the show, which the outro is about three minutes and 30 seconds. So I think that's going to do it for this train wreck of a show. No, now we can add uh, cats to uh, the, the soundboard. Yeah. All right. Well, guys, thanks for calling in this week. I appreciate it. And uh, we'll see you again next week. I'm going to hit this outro, and we're going to call it a night. Peace. Peace out. We came, we saw, we kicked its ass. We want to thank you for listening to the Woodshed Radio Show here on Blog Talk Radio. The guys will be back next Friday night, that's February 1st, live at 9 p.m. Eastern, for another exciting two-hour episode. We hope you had a great time and liked something about the show tonight. If so, tell a friend about the show and how to listen, and invite them to listen and tune in next week. Also, don't forget to create a Blog Talk account and click the follow button so that we can track you as a listener. It's free to set up a new account, and we'd love to have you as a follower. We can also be found on Facebook and Twitter under the Woodshed Crew, so make sure you like those pages as well. But wait, there's more. The Woodshed Crew has a website, and that can be found at thewoodshedcrew.wordpress.com. So go out there and check that out, too. So, in conclusion, thanks again for tuning in, and we hope to see you next week. I am Friggin' Ben, and on behalf of the Woodshed Crew, Hop on the bus with us because we are headed down the highway to hell. See you next week.
Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.